Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Romance at a Glance. I'm your host, Bridget. This is my co-host, Shani. Hey, girl. Hi, Bridget. Hi, Bridget. Hey, hey, hey. Today, we are talking Dragon Actually by G.A. Aiken, pen name of Shelley Lawrenson. And I'm very excited about this book, Shani. I'm very excited about this book, too. Well, it, when I saw Dragon, mm. I was like, oh, Bridget, she knows me. I, know I do you. love, I love dragons. I love the aliens. I yeah. love, I love all that stuff, yeah. so. Like a dominating man. Mm-hmm. Like somebody who can take me to pound town. Yes. <laughs> a dragon could take you all the way to pound town. <laughs> we want to give a quick shout out to Kensington Books for sending us G.A. Aiken's newest book that's about to come out on November 24th, The Princess Knight. Guys, we are going to be giving away this beautiful new copy of this book at the end of November. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at Romance at a Glance to get a chance at that book. It is fantasy and romance mixed together. She basically has to join a clan of mountain warriors who are really centaurs. That's all I have to say, Shawnee. That's it. I love it. Yeah, centaurs. And I'm like, are they? What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> Tell me more about this fantasy romance. It's going to be good. It's going to be so I'm excited good. to read them. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh. I do love centaurs for for so many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I like don't want to have sex with a horse because that's disgusting. I think I'm sorry if it's your kink, but it's a farm animal and I think it's gross. Well, I think at that I think it's I don't abuse. think it's a kink. I think I it's just think bad. It's, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's just, just abuse because uh, an animal can't consent. Let me restate. <laughs> I don't care if you like them. You're wrong. It's disgusting. And I stand by that. <laughs> However. However, if it's a centaur. If it's a centaur. It can consent. It is galloping in the wind. Mm-hmm. If you were watching Xena back in the day or Hercules. Oh, yes. yes. Centaurs are always galloping around. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's a brawny man. Brawny. He can throw you on his back and mm-hmm. carry you to freedom. Usually long hair. Long hair. Mane. Yeah. Rippling abs. Yes. No shirt ever, mm-hmm. obviously. If you're a centaur, you're not wearing a shirt. Why do you need a shirt? I like that this dragon also in the shirt. <laughs> in the, I like that this dragon also in this book was never wearing a shirt. I appreciated that. I appreciated that too. I also appreciated that she was always just gallivanting her little booty in front of the dragon like yeah, it was like was. like nothing was yeah, she was just buck naked in front and of that in, dragon all the time in his mind he's like I'm not dead <laughs> I know it's so good all the time she didn't know he could become a human Johnny it's she true. just thought he was a nice friendly, a dragon, nice friendly dragon with her BFF who she was mm-hmm. falling in love with yes and on that note you guys we are gonna get it poppin', poppin'. let's do this let's do it romance at a glance Romance at a glance. What you say now? Romance at a glance. Go ahead, girl. Romance. All right. So, Dragon G A Aiken. You guys, she is also the pen name of Shelley Lawrenson. If you are reading a lot of fantasy romance, both of these pen names are big in the old genre. This is book numero uno of the Dragon Kin series. It is a fantasy romance, dragon romance shifter romance how did you feel about the cover art johnny (laughs) (laughs) it was very melodramatic (laughs) i don't know what it's very old school looking i don't know what cover art you have if we have the same one but it's just it's a guy standing with some mountains behind him or whatever and like i can't the text is over his you know pectorals so i can't really see them too well (laughs) 
Yeah, but it's like the old school looking cover, right? Where it he's is. got kind of the long black hair and like he's got that strong stance yeah. situation going on. I yeah. mean, it reminds me of like a Highlander yeah. type uh, Yeah, from like cover. the 90s. Yes. 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 But it doesn't really do anything for no. me. It was kind of, I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. I was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Look at this little check you wrote. <laughs> Probably not what they were hoping for. Yeah. So, Shani, tell the people about the audiobook. How was it? Okay, so the audiobook, I mean, it was just okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like the narrator was sleepy or like she didn't really want to do this book that much and was trying to get it over with. I don't really know. She wasn't terrible. It was okay. Okay. That was it. Okay. Not bad. Not good. Just, just told okay. you the story. Yeah. As is. Added nothing. Took nothing away. Well, it t- I feel like it took a tiny bit away because she <laughs> sounded like she was tired. <laughs> get some coffee, girl. But that's just me. <laughs> All right. Let me give you the quick synopsis, you guys, if you haven't read the book yet. It centers around the female warrior whose nickname is Anwell the Bloody. Can we talk about how he to say her name? Anwell. 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 I'm gonna say Anwell because that's what I was saying in that's, my mind. Yeah, it was it was a weird because at it's first A N N. It was W Y L. Anwell. Anwell. Yeah. Okay. It was weird because I had to rewind it because I was like, how do you how are they saying this? Anwell. 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 Okay. So female warrior and leader of the rebellion is nicknamed Anwell the Bloody because she likes to take the heads off of the legions as she cuts her way through them, coating herself in blood. And she never can find a man who can stand up and not be afraid of her and live next to her in the light until she's injured and almost killed. <laughs> Why Shani's laughing at me so hard? You guys, it's making it so hard to tell this synopsis. <laughs> Shut up, Shani! <laughs> <laughs> until she's rescued by a dragon named Fergus. And he is intrigued by her because she has just killed lots and lots of guys. Even when she was supposed to be dying, she kept on going. And so he saves her when she stares at him defiantly. And slowly as he nurses her back to health, they form a friendship and he falls into sweet, sweet dragon love. <laughs> I just love that. Your dramatic reads, they're just so great. You have to do it dramatically. I can't just tell the people, hey guys, this book's about Anwell, and Anwell's a cool girl. You want me to do it in like a 1950s accent? <laughs> She's a female warrior and likes to decapitate the guys. <laughs> Where did this voice come from? I can do a lot of voices, Johnny. Oh my God, we need to explore this later. <laughs> I was just really enjoying your the, read of it. I was God. like, wow, I'm here for the drama. <laughs> here for the drama. This book actually does have a lot of drama. So the, the main person that she's fighting against, which I didn't even get to in the synopsis because Shani was chuckling and making me laugh, is her brother, who is yes. the king. And she hates her brother because he's a maniac and is leading the rebellion to fight against him and keep everyone free. And he just like desperately, desperately wants to kill her. And she desperately, desperately wants to kill him so that he is no longer king and hurting people. Which I find really hilarious because she has no interest in being queen, queen at all. At None all. At all. <laughs> she's like, like, well, what happens after you kill him? And she's like, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> what do you mean? He's like, well, you'll be queen. And she's like, well, I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> he's like, you'll have to rule. And she's like, that doesn't sound that, good. No, I don't think I'm interested I'm in that. I'm not signing for that part of it. <laughs> I feel like that would totally be me. I'd be like, I'd be like, yeah, I just crushed this rebellion. And be like, you're queen now. I'd be like, hmm? um, uh, what now? Uh, excuse me. So what I signed up for was <laughs> death and dismemberment. And I did not sign up for sitting in board meetings and getting told about the tax on grain. Yeah. Not my thing. Thank you. 
Thank you. I'll see myself away. So I actually, my first note, I love that you already said the thing about her getting naked in front of the dragon because that was my first note of favorite parts of the book. I love that she just keeps getting naked in front of him and he's like trying not to moan as a dragon because he's obviously like, I want to hit that. Shani, tell me the truth now. Yes. Were you hoping, because she kept trailing her fingers along his wing and stuff. That she was going to fuck a dragon and not a man? Hells yes. I see where you're going with this. Well, I was also so hoping for that. And then quickly I realized that wasn't going to happen. And then I was like, anatomically, I'm like, she might have died or something. And so I'm like, okay, fine. Fine. Uh, but but yeah. I was also, she's always challenging him. Yeah. And so I was like, once she found out that he's a man, I was like, why isn't she challenging this dragon and then running away? And then he like shifts to a man like right at the end and takes it to pound town. That's what I'm saying. Or I was wondering if he could half shift. You know oh, with the wings still beating? Yeah, some wings. Maybe it gets a little smaller. Everything gets Ooh. a little bit more man-sized. But there's still the wings, some scales happening. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. he's half man, half dragon. Like, that would have been hot as shit. It would have been even hotter if he pinned her as a dragon and then just <sighs> that, changed his that's bottom what half. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Bu- yeah, that's oh, what Bridget. I'm saying. That would have been so yummy. she loved the dragon. Because mm-hmm. she was... So, you guys, to, to clarify okay. all of our thoughts... She should have had sex with the dragon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or in some way had sex with partial dragon, partial man. Because basically what happens is he saves her. His sister is a dragon witch. And she comes and like sort of heals her and helps her come back to life. And she just like finally feels comfortable around the dragon. Like she just really likes him. And they like sit and they talk. And she'll like ask some questions. And he like she strokes his head and jumps on his back and like cuddles on his forearms. And they just like become BFFs besties. And she falls in love with him. And then during the days, he sends his quote unquote friend to train her because he wants to train her to release all of her, like keep her emotions from flying into a rage so that her brother doesn't goad her into doing something stupid and then kill her. He wants her to like learn to control her rage so that she can be a better fighter. So every day during the day he comes and he trains her and he's a sexy ass motherfucker. And so during the day she's like lusting after him, but she's feeling guilty because she feels like she's betraying her dragon lover. Yeah. But not lover yet. Just and her I, dragon. I also like that the dragon I like is that like she the, calls him her dragon, too. My dragon. My dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would do that, too. My dragon. I was like, mm-hmm. I like that the dragon is, like, the sweet spot for her. And then the man is, like, kind of, he's a little bit of a, a prick, you yeah. know, or whatever. Uh-huh. And they have that kind of banter. But it's the same person. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. wait till she finds out. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they do that thing that I was like, oh, which is like. I'll tell her tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I'll let her know tomorrow. Yeah. And like, like four okay. times. I was like, who's, all right, guys. Who's going to who's who's spoil the news this? To her? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it turns out to be his dad when he almost kills her. Yes. Because he doesn't know who she is. And then she almost kills him. Which like, is a great pale, scene. Great scene. She like <laughs> dominates him. She's like, I got this. She like stabs his tail through the stone. She like slides underneath him and is about to like rip his entire underbelly apart. And Fergus is like, stop. <laughs> it's my dad. That's Don't my daddy. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I to stab him in the dick. Yeah, she's about to stab him in the groin area and just rip it right up the bell, the yeah. old bell. I liked that she was such a ferocious fighter. Yeah. And even, so I feel like a lot of times in books, like you'll get, you'll have this like training montage of like, oh, she was gone for two weeks and healed, but also was trained every day by this like incredible ancient warrior. But then there's like no real discernible change in talent. You're like, yeah. well, she's still the same badass she was before. Yeah. <laughs> and I liked that at the end, like as she's fighting her brother, she's like, whoa, he's so slow. Like, 
after fighting how fast the dragon was every day or like when the brother hits her in the face and she falls to the ground, she hops back up. She's like, the dragon hit me harder than that. Like, or, you know, as we were training, like that's no big deal. And I liked that it actually made her better and actually made her win. Yeah. And I also liked that she still had like the maniacal gleam in her eye, even though she had found love and gotten some D. Yeah. She didn't like get soothed around the edges. Yeah. Like she was just exactly the same. She just was like getting some D. Yeah. Because when she goes next to her, her like second in command, she's like, sorry, I'm late. And he's like, it's okay. I'm glad you're here. And she's like, I got it from here. And he like backs away and he's like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> like, yeah, psycho. <laughs> Um, I like that that uh, the fight scene at the end didn't last that long. It didn't. I was. I like, appreciate that. I did. I did. I after, appreciate it. After that. that last book, where I thought that the fight scene ended really quickly. Yeah. I'm really appreciating fight scenes that really just get to the point. Yeah. And keep moving. On. <laughs> yeah. I don't need like 18 different plot twists. Yeah. Because the whole point of the book was that he made her strong enough to win, and that he and his sister were stronger than the other guy together. Yeah. So, like, had it drawn out forever, you'd have been like, well, you, the whole time you were saying you were stronger. So, like, what's why is why? it so hard to kill this person? Exactly. And I liked that she just, like, challenged her brother one-on-one, whooped his ass, yeah. chopped his head off, held it up high, and was like, I'm the queen now, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I rule here. And there's, like, a scene where they're, like, she's walking in, and she sees, and she looks at the brother's head on, on a pike yeah. or whatever. And I was like, this is a bloodthirsty-ass book. She is a bloodthirsty-ass bitch, and I'm here for it. Here for it. Yeah, she's, like, grinning at him, and everyone's like, uh, you're making the men nervous. And she's like, oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> oh my I also like that his, uh, his mom, when she went to go see his mom, uh-huh. and, you know, yeah, I'm all about his the, mom, the, the queen kink. of dragons, Rhiannon. Yes, the queen of dragons. Um, but, you know, me, I'm a kinky bitch. So, yeah. like, when she's, she's chained, chained up. up or whatever. <laughs> and uh, so the mom ends up giving her, like, this extra power that she can't get hit with, like, flames or something. Mm-hmm. And um, But she makes it, like, a, a jab to the dad. Like, oh, your wife is all chained up. And she's trying to make it like it's a negative thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, did she complain about it? Yeah. <laughs> and then later, when she comes to the throne, so later Rhiannon comes to the throne room after they've already won the war and Anwil's like super bored, does not want to be there, like doesn't want to be ruling. And she's like, Rhiannon's like, why the fuck haven't you come for my son? What are you doing here? And she's like, come for him. He's supposed to be coming for me. He just left me. I thought he was going to come back at some point. I don't even <laughs> and she makes some crack. She's like, oh, look at you without your chain. Like, you know, yeah. and she's like, jealous. And I was like, oh, Rhiannon likes it. It's spicy. It's spicy. She likes it. It's spicy. I like it. And isn't one of the other books is about the next. Them? So, okay. So, you guys, we were totally fooled because we're reading Dragon Actually. So, if you read the paperback or the Audible and possibly the ebook, because but I didn't check, it's actually three stories. So, it's Anwul and Fergus's story. And then it's Rhiannon and the dad's story. I forget the dad's name. And then there's a third story in there too. So the second one, which is Rhiannon and the dad, I have paged through, you guys. I did not give it a full read because I didn't have time, uh, but I did read approximately 40%, uh, 100% of the sex scenes and 40% of the book. <laughs> and it is about it is about the dad and the mom when they first got together. And it is kinky as it was really good he chains her up chains and flames chains and flames yes and he also tells her like you can say no and i'll stop but if you say don't or you say let me go or you say get away from me he's like i'm not gonna stop but if you say no i'll stop and so she's like i don't think we should do this he's like that's not the right word she's like she's like don't he's like that's not the right word and i'm like oh 
girl wants it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that uh, consensual non-consent. That yes. is yes. A, a fun little spicy game. It's very nice. <laughs> it's very nice. Because it's nice because you know that they will stop. They will stop. If you say the right if words. If you say the right words. But, but then they not, won't stop. But it's not no. I do. I liked their sex scenes stop. in this book. I they were they were descriptive, but they weren't super longly descriptive. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, I could have used one more paragraph, maybe two. <laughs> but they were very sexy. And also I liked that they were always very combative. So he was like, tell me that you love me. And she's like, no, I won't. And he make me, you know? And so she'd constantly like make me. And he was like, fine. And he like yeah. tie her up <laughs> and like, you know, bring her to orgasm again and again. And she's like, I'm still not going to tell you. Is that all you've got, dragon? And I'm like, <laughs> I loved her. She was great. <laughs> Oh man, I have such like, my parents are so prudish. However, like I've told Bridget this before and my mom's never going to listen to this podcast, but um, (laughs) I know that they are freaks and it's so interesting to like- Lady in the street freaking the bed? Yes, that your parents were freaks and they were constantly like on tour either together or apart. And Mm. when they were apart, they would send each other freaky letters and stuff, which we later found. Oh, that's the worst. They don't know that we we found that. I found a dirty letter once and I was like, vomit, (laughs) vom town. Don't need to know. Don't want to know. Don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I mean, you know, your parents are human, and they've been doing the same things you're doing. I don't need to know. There's just I yeah. don't need to know the specifics. <laughs> Only want to know the specifics about you and everyone else. Just it, not my parents. Just not my parents. <laughs> I actually don't mind. I don't mind like vague. I don't mind like vague generalities. Yeah, I don't mind talking about sex. I talk about sex with my parents all the time, but I also don't want to like read an intimate letter. That's a step too far. That's, That's a step. Too far. Well, let me tell you, once you read it, you can't unread can't it. Can't unread it. It's burned into my brain. This is like more than 10 years ago, and I still could probably read it verbatim to you. Because it was short. Oh, one glance, and I consumed it all in one glance, you guys. I read too fast. It's a curse. It's your, a blessing. Your brain and a curse. was like, no, no stop. don't do it. It's too late. Too late. I already know. Okay, I had like a million. I know we're not talking about quotes yet, but I had like a million quotes because I thought this book was super funny. I thought it was very like. I like their banter. The banter was good. The banter between him and his siblings was really good. I got a clear definition of. So he he has a bunch of siblings, uh, dragon siblings who are. They're all the sons and daughters of the king, of the queen and her consort dad. And none of them like care about that. The mom's like, yeah, my kids don't care about being (laughs) like royalty basically. (laughs) Um, But I totally had, like, based on her descriptions, again, they weren't overwhelmingly long, but I, through the banter, I was like, oh, I get who that character is. Like, Mm -hmm. I get which brother is, like, the fun, charming, flirty one. Like, I get which brother is, like, the sweet, sweet one. Which brother is, like, the brooding, older one. The the sister who's, like, kind of ditzy little daddy's girl. And the sister who, like, doesn't like that sister because she's a ditzy (laughs) little daddy's girl. And... I, I thought the family dynamics were really done well. I thought the family dynamics were cool, except sometimes when there's that many characters, I freak, I lose track of who the hell is who. Um, like, I have to, like, write down on a paper. you're not looking at their names. I'm not looking stuff. at their names. So mm-hmm. it's like the names start to sound alike, kind of like um, 
Game of Thrones. Yeah. After a while, you're like, wait, who the 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 something of what and the who yeah. of where, and yeah. you're trying to remember who belong where, you know. Yeah. And and so that kind of happened to me with all the siblings at a certain point in the story, and then I decided eh, I'm not gonna try Doesn't to follow matter. along Doesn't and matter. figure out who's who. I'll just keep. Just enjoy. it's a sibling. It's I'll a sibling. just enjoy it. Just a sibling. <laughs> Um, I have a funny quote, which is talking about when she is a human and he's a dragon mm. and she's like asking him something. She's like, well, what do you think? And in his mind, he's like, I think you're the most amazing female I've ever met. And I would like to fuck you all night long. Bend over. <laughs> and then he's like, what do I think about what? And she's like, that was but a good I one. wonder what she would have said if he had said that as a dragon, or she yeah. would have been like, intriguing, tell intriguing. me more. Or if she would have been like, <laughs> let's talk logistics. Let's talk logistics. <laughs> let's take a step step to the I, side, not back, and just and take just, a pause. I'm a virgin, so I don't know yeah. how this is gonna work yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I can't have a claw inside of me to loosen me up. So what is your proposal? You have a tongue? Let's talk about your tongue. What kind of tongue you got? <laughs> I don't want fire on my nethers, but Mm-hmm. We'll talk okay. about it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> it's funny too because in this book she is a virgin, and I feel like you know being a virgin is used a lot in f- fucking romance period, especially sure. older romance. Um, but it's still like something that's used quite a bit mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm always never quite sure if I like it when the person's a virgin or not. But I kind of liked that she was in this book only because. Um, the kind of joke they made in the beginning, which was like, people think because I am with like all these men all day, every day, mm-hmm. that that I couldn't possibly be a virgin anymore. Yeah, and like, well, it just you know, yeah, like and, I've never. They some people have tried, and I chopped yeah, off their arms, and I chopped <laughs> off their arms, and it kind of slightly reminds me of like when I was in this band, we would always have mass amounts of people come back to the warehouse after a show and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and uh, I'm not sure if I've told you about this before, but my friends were, uh, I was, oh, at the time I was trying to date and I was like on OkCupid and mm-hmm. this sort of thing. And my friend was like, oh, why don't you just date? Look how many people are around us. Like, why don't you just date one of them? And in my mind, I could not fathom dating someone in the circle of people yeah. slash groupies slash, yeah. you know, whatever that was. in. like, I was like, no, too close, too close to home. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine her being in this army and, and being like, I can't just pick a soldier out of this lot. And that's going to be yeah. my boo who I'm banging. Like, it's just. Also, she was me. raised with such like brutality and. Her dad, like, beat her and her brother so bad. The whip marks, like, still, you know, are permanently on her body. And her brother was constantly trying to kill her all the time. So it's not like she had, like, a lot of time to be like, oh, like, I feel safe enough to, like, take my clothes off and have sex with you right now. I actually thought it made complete sense because she was like, yo, dudes are not to be trusted. Yeah. And, like, they only respect the fact that I am willing to be ruthless. Yeah. To keep myself safe. Yeah. And I could see where, like, because she really falls, like, the reason she sleeps with the guy is because, first of all, the sister, <laughs> Fergus's sister is like, you should have sex with him. <laughs> I think you should go. It's okay. The dragon will understand. That was a hard, that was a hard wing woman moment right there. <laughs> yeah. She's like, it's okay. You don't have to worry yeah. about the dragon. She's like, if feelings. you want to. If you want you to. You should do it. You should do it. <laughs> and... And also because she's so, she finally, like, this is the first time in her whole life she's ever felt safe. And she's ever felt, like... Oh, I can just like be myself. Yeah. And like he doesn't get scared that I like fly into rages and try and 
you know, stick a knife in him. Like yeah. she thinks it's funny. And like the dragon, of course, is attracted to her because she's like the first person who's ever, you know, like thrown books at him. How yeah. dare you throw a book at my head? <laughs> she's like, I don't care that you're a dragon. <laughs> um, and yeah, you I think, I think it makes sense to me. I yeah. think, cause in her mom's book, um, which as you guys know, I sketchily read, uh, she is not a virgin. And he's like, well, are you a virgin? And she's like, ew, no, I'm not a virgin. Like, why would you think that? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, like, <laughs> of course I've had lovers before. Hello. But, and so it's not, uh, so it's not in all of the books, I guess is my point. Yeah. Um, it just happened to Which be is good because of some of them are series where everyone's a virgin and whatever. And yeah. so, you know, it's like a thing. And I'm like, unless it's a historical, if it's fantasy, everyone shouldn't be a virgin. If it's historical, it makes sense because yeah. it's the time. But if it's fantasy, it's a fantasy land where dragons exist. Yes. People can be fucking, I love, fucking you know what I love, Shani? She just had a nice little potion. As long as you drink the potion, you won't get pregnant. And I yes. was like, hell yes for potion witches. First of all, I really loved <laughs> that about the story because then I didn't yeah. have this whole thing where I was like, oh, she's oh, going to be pregnant. She's going to get pregnant. She's going to be pregnant. Yep. And, um, and the thing I really liked about, um, well, there was a part I didn't like in, in the almost to, towards the end. But uh-huh. the part at the very end that I did like was that she at no time wanted to be queen. So it after she won the war and and everything, she didn't magically want to be queen. Mm-hmm. She, they they talk about her just being there, having to uh, uh, go to court to hear people out, and then people are throwing their sons at her, trying to yeah. you know get her married to their sons or whatever. And she's so finally when she well let's see after the dragon claims her, he leaves her for like a year. Yeah, and I don't know if she knew exactly where he was or not, but uh, so she's at court trying to get her her kingdom together and he's over there brooding in his his you know place and i like the fact that um rihannon comes and Mm -hmm. is like yo my son you need to go be with my son and she's like bitch he left me yeah it wasn't you know um but when she goes back she's like i propose that I basically bail on the kingdom. <laughs> I'll live here with you yeah. and we'll let, you know, so-and-so take care of the kingdom. They'll let us know if we need anything. Yeah, we'll pop over as needed. As needed. we'll just live here and read books together. Exactly. And fuck. And, fuck yeah. and live here. And okay. I was like, bitch, that's so great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you said that she was trying to get her kingdom together, she really wasn't. She was like hiding in her room. Yeah. And her second in command. <laughs> was like dragging and boyfriend her. were like you have to come he's like it's not all about killing people she's like just let me know when there's people to kill I'll come yeah. back <laughs> he's like what are you talking about you're the queen she's like I don't want to do it I, I want to talk about the claiming because yeah. you like glossed over that real fast Shawnee we no, gotta no. talk about I, the claiming I, I glossed over it because I knew you could do it better justice than I okay I appreciate you thinking that I was a fan, mm-hmm. as you can well imagine. I mm-hmm. enjoy a good claiming. Yes. So the dragon claiming involves, as you would imagine, a little bit of pain and a lot of bit of pain. As so, it should. As it should. So basically what happens is he grips her forearms and he essentially brands her with uh, what I imagine look like intricately tattooed dragons. Yeah. Um, and he does it with like heat as a branding would. And so he grips her forearms and it's incredibly painful. And then it brings her to orgasm. And he's like, whoa, that doesn't happen all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And then he is a lusty mofo who wants people to stay away from her. So that's basically to tell all of dragon kind, yo, she was claimed. You need to back away. She's mine. And then he does it to the insides of her thighs shiny. Yeah. 
And I was like, you know what? I appreciate you and your mm. due diligence. Thoroughness. Your thoroughness. <laughs> and I also love that she like made him beg for it. Yeah. She was like, no, you didn't tell me who you were and you betrayed me. And why am I going to be claimed by you? If you want to claim me, you better claim me tonight. Because your sister and your brother told me that you were going to leave me and you weren't going to claim me. And now if you don't want to claim me tonight, you better claim me tonight. <laughs> she just like goes off on him. She's like, claim me tonight or never. Yeah, or never. <laughs> I'll never speak to you again. And I was like, oh, girl, after my own heart. I told yeah. my, husband, my husband. I was like, you have one year to ask me to marry you. If you don't want to marry me by then, I'm going to bounce. It's <laughs> <laughs> a true story. And I would have. He had sneakily already bought the ring and told all my family and was waiting or a family event to do it. It was a very good, very good proposal. But I was like, yo, you better buy a <laughs> ring, motherfucker. I will leave you. I love you. I think you're great, but I will find someone to marry. <laughs> um, I thought it was great. I like that she made him beg. I like that he was just was like, oh, let me just hold your hands above your head and torture you yeah. with sex until you finally tell me that you love me and want me to claim you. Appreciated it. I appreciate it too. That was, I mean... I liked everything about her because it kind of went against a lot of what we've been reading where we, we've been frustrated with like, like, what are you still doing here? He's an asshole. Why yeah. is it? Why are you waiting for him? He left for two weeks. Why yeah. are you still hanging around? Like mm -hmm. this book was very matter of fact. And there was very few times where I was like, like, what are you doing? Yeah. I, every time something happened, I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah was, I actually was, don't think I had any. What was your, did you I, have actually, a what are you doing moment? Cause I didn't have any the, for her. The, not for her. The only moment I had was for him when he left for the year. Yeah, I, was, I was like a year, bro. That's a long I ass time. Like, I understood him leaving for like, cause she's a human. So yeah. I understood him leaving for like a month Yeah, to like, let her sort it out, yeah. get her house in order and then be like, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> but I also like that she didn't go crawling back. She didn't no, like I try and find that. him. She was like, you left you, whatever. Like, I'm not going to, I'm telling everybody like she wears her, like cuts her chain nail so that everyone can see her forearms mm -hmm. so that they all know she was claimed. And she's like, yeah, I am claimed by him. He's mine. He's my dragon. Hello. And I will go to him when I goddamn please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do. I, I didn't have any. Yeah, you're right. I didn't have any of those like, come on, bro. Come, come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. What you doing? I didn't have any of those. I also liked that his mom. So his mom blew the fire on her mm -hmm. basically to protect her for all time from all other dragon fire for the rest of her life. Yeah. Which is the reason why she was able to defeat her brother in the first place because um, the evil dragon, Hefeid Hen, tries to burn her and it doesn't burn her. And so that allows Fergus and his sister to come and swoop him away and kill him while she deals with the brother. But the mom also gives her the medallion, which like burns itself through the middle of her chest, <laughs> essentially, and embeds itself in her skin, yeah. which gives her an unnaturally long life. And I thought that that was a nice solution because obviously he talks early in the thing about worrying about her being a human and having a very short life and him being long lived. And then like what will happen when she dies. And he basically at some point is like, you know what? I love her too much to care. Like I'm just going to love her for her lifetime and that'll be that. Yeah. And he doesn't even think about, because apparently this medallion is incredibly rare and like not gifted to anyone. And so he doesn't even consider, it's not like he's like, oh, maybe I could ask my mom or maybe we could find some magic spell or maybe like, he's just yeah. like, I love her enough 
to just do it anyways, which I thought was very romantic. Very romantic. And I liked that the mom, when she saw that she like stood up to the mom and she wasn't afraid and that she really loved her son, the mom didn't tell her what it was. She didn't give her an option. She was just like, put this around your neck next to your chest. And then blew fire on her. <laughs> like she, she didn't like she, she didn't soften any of it. She was just like, if you love my son enough, you'll be able to survive all these things. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's uh one, you're right, it's incredibly romantic, and I love that. But two, it would have been the least amount of romantic to for him to be like, let me ask my mommy if she'll give me a dollar. <laughs> totally. <laughs> let me go talk to my mom. One second. <laughs> One second. I'm not going to fall in love with you until I know if my mom's going to give me this in the alien. But that actually happens a lot in romance, especially in paranormal where the, yeah. there's different lifespans where they're like, oh, I'm not going to subject her to this unless I can find the, the right cure or yeah, the right yeah. dowry or the right whatever. And I'm like, Hello, can these heroines have a little agency, please? Let them decide for themselves. Mm -hmm. Trust their words, people. Soapbox. Soapbox. If she says she wants the D, she wants the D. Give her the D. Give it a D. Give it a D. Give it. If she says she wants to marry you, you marry her. Marry her. Put a ring on. Assuming you want to also. Yeah. Because this is a romance novel. Obviously, we're assuming that you want to also. (laughs) But if she wants to, you give it to her. Give it to her. I just liked this book, Shawnee. I so I started reading this. You guys, I've had a very yeah. stressful week. I took on too many jobs. It was a whole thing, and I was a little bit worried about this book because before I realized that there were three books in one paperback. Yeah, and I thank God I was like, wow, this book is you know it's really wrapping up quick. I still have four hundred pages left. I don't even understand where they're gonna go <laughs> with this book. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I kind of like paged for it, and I was like, oh wait, that's a different book. Okay, oh, I only have thirty pages left. Oh, this is great. I can finish this. In one, you know. <laughs> So that was a nice relief. Uh, thank you for that, G.A. Aiken, because that was nice. But also, I just really enjoyed this. I was kind of worried about reading it only because of the time crunch, and it was making me feel a little anxious. Yeah. And obviously, like, the election is anxious right now. Yes. And, like, coronavirus is still, like, there's still a lot going on. So yeah. a lot of things in the old noggin. Yeah. And I was very, very, very pleasantly surprised. I know we had this recommended to us by people on Instagram, and I trust their recommendations. But I was still very, very pleasantly surprised, Shani. So was I. I actually thought this book was going to be hella cheesy <laughs> because I've read so many of these books and they're hella cheesy. Yeah. Um, they're not super well written and I don't know, they're just kind of cheesy. Yeah. And I didn't feel like this was cheesy. No. You know, I did feel like, I mean, I don't feel like it's, you know, freaking the most amazing literature ever written. Sure. But it is a nice, fun romp. Yes. Like. Yes. So I thought I, it was, I liked there wasn't so much world building. Yeah. That I was bogged down, but there wasn't so little that I didn't know was, I didn't get the setting. I didn't get the feel. Yeah. Like there was enough that I was like, I'm in it and we're in the action and we were moving and there was wit and and there was fun and there was lots of sex. And I needed no trigger warnings. No trigger warnings. I mean, I guess she is child abuse and neglect maybe, but, but not, but I mean, I guess, but also like, she's just a very bloody character. I mean, it's a very bloody story. This is definitely not a... They don't casually gloss over the violence. Like, no. she's splitting fools open, you know. Oh, yeah. Groin through their head. She's chopping heads off. She's chopping it. The little, his, uh, Fergus's sister is like, don't you mind being with all those men? And she's like, oh, no, just let one of them touch you on the thigh. Chop his arm off, smash his head against the table a few times, and everyone else will leave me alone. And his sister's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, cool. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Is that not what you do? Okay, cool. <laughs> um... 
Yeah, I just I thought it was I thought it was yeah. good. I just liked it. I did too. It was the I right li- book at the right time. Yes. I think. I think so too. I needed a lightness. Yes. I, especially because you just mentioned this and I'm just like, oh my God. So like, so it's Friday before the election and I haven't turned my ballot in. I just had a chance to sit down with my partners and do them yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now I have to go turn them in today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I felt like this anxiety has been weighing on me. For like weeks, yeah. right? Since I got them. Yeah. And because I was moving during this time and it was so, and it was just very stressful. Yeah. Um, but I can't tell you, Bridget, I feel like the weight of my ancestors is like on my shoulders yeah. with, this, with this election Dude. when I'm holding this ballot. And, and one of my partners couldn't find his ballot. And I was like, you better find that. I was like, ballot. you better fucking find your bed. You better stand in line for twenty five hours. <laughs> and I think, I think he saw the crazy in my eye yeah. and very quickly went yeah. and rummaged and found yeah. his ballot. Took yeah. like twenty minutes. <laughs> I totally understand. Not the ancestors thing, although I'm sure my ancestors all voted. We were very voting people, but I no, you got, got the, our ballot. You got the suffragettes on your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, we got like the Eastern European women who are like holding shit down. I very much had. We got our ballots on like whatever the tenth or something like yeah. that, and I wanted to like fill mine out and turn mine into a Dropbox that day. I was like, I want to do this immediately. Yeah, and we turned ours in on the thirteenth. It's not like we like waited a long time. But I told my husband, I was like, I'm going to take my ballot in. You need to fill out your ballot. <laughs> and he was like, Oh, well, okay, I'll try and fill it out, and we could take them in tomorrow. And I was like, No, no, I'm taking my ballot in right now. <laughs> I'm gonna you. I will drop yours off tomorrow separately. Yeah, from my ballot. So my ballot is going in <laughs> immediately. And I feel like, I mean, at the time of recording, I think we're at 82 million or 83 million people have already voted across yeah. the country, which is oh wow, um, significantly more than half of all the people who voted in the 2016 election. And I think a lot of people are feeling the same anxiety where they're like, I want my vote to be counted. This is really important. Yeah. I mean, for either side, but they're just like, I want it to be counted. I want it to be in for sure. Like, I want to do it early. Everyone's worried about like coronavirus and long lines. And I think it's awesome that so many people have already voted because I'm hopeful that it will help for the people who can only go on Tuesday yeah, or the people who could never. Cause like I always thought having one day of voting was insane because I had a hard time when I was younger and I was working, I was working jobs where you can't just not go to work. It's not like now where I like consult and I can just like take a couple hours and go vote if I want. I mean, I'm in California, we vote by mail, but like I, you know, back in the day when you're working at a store, you can't just leave the store. Well, like you can't just close the store. And it's, so it's harder well, than like now, if it was the same, like if I was in college now, I could have gone already. I could just go yeah. on the weekend when I had a spare couple hours. I could go on a day I didn't have to work or I could go, you know. So well, I am very excited that I'm hopeful more people will have the opportunity to vote. There's more ways to vote. Yeah. I know there's still a lot of voter suppression and a lot of districts that have not enough polling places. Yeah. Um, but I'm hopeful that even with those challenges, they'll still be able to vote because they just have a longer space of time in which they can like figure it out, yeah. which I know is like a shitty thing. Like we should just solve that problem, but we're not going to solve it in the next five days. So I'm hopeful that they can just get to the polls in yeah. the next five days. And I know that you guys, we normally don't talk about this stuff, but because we want this to be a fun and happy place. So we will wrap up this anxiety train yeah. in a moment. But this book was a great relief. And great relief. we hope that by the time this episode comes out next Friday, yeah, that we will have some clarity on some things. And, um, and uh, yeah, I hope that you all voted because this is past tense now. So I hope that you all voted 
and that you all exercised that wonderful right that we all have. And I hope that you continue to come to us for the fun and the feels. The fun, the feels, the sex, the D. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. On that note. Quick break. And let's pop back in with some ratings. Hello, best friends. Thank you for being loyal listeners of Romance at a Glance. We're so happy to have you. If you'd like to support us further, head over to Patreon, where you can become one of our patrons. We've got a lot of great perks, such as merch and a super secret discussion group where Bridget and I talk to you directly about all things romance and all things nasty. So come on over. And now, back to our show. All right, Johnny, our fair heroine. We said it here. We've said it before. I liked her. What'd you give her? I give her a four. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, I thought you were going to sing five because you were singing. I was like, is this a five? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like sometimes I'd be stingy with my fives. You are very stingy um, with your fives. <laughs> um, but maybe if the book had was like a more, I'm not going to say well-written because it wasn't a poorly written book, but if it had been more of substantial. a substantial book. Then, Plot-wise? Yeah, then she would have gotten a five. Um, but for this fun romp, yeah. I felt like a four was great. She was witty. She was who she was from the beginning to the end, and she grew in that she became a badass fighter. I mean, she did get some superpowers in the process, mm-hmm. but I like that she killed her brother kind of quick and whatever, put his head on a pike yeah. and called it a day. Yeah. Um, and then she didn't want to be queen. And at the end of the day, she outsourced it. So yep. <laughs> she outsourced her queendom. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I felt about it. How you feel about it? Shani, I was between a four and a five. Cause mm-hmm. I did. I thought all those things you said, I thought mm-hmm. she was great. I do also feel like I'm stingy with my fives especially lately. And I'm going to give her a five because I did get a lot of joy out of this book and it just hit me right in the right place. And I thought it was fun. I love fantasy books in general. I just feel like they get me in the right headspace. Yeah. I liked, I just liked her character. I just liked her. I liked that she was like a bloodthirsty maniac. (laughs) I also really loved that he loved that she was a bloodthirsty maniac and didn't want her to be anything other than she was. And that she just kept on pushing him and pushing him and pushing him. Um, and I thought I thought it was great. I'm gonna give her a five. I'm rounding up five five it is. All right. All right. Uh, you heard uh, it here. Uh, Bridget uh. gave her a five. Five stars. Five stars. Okay, what do you think of our uh hero? I gave him four stars. I also thought he was lovely. However, he did leave her for a year, and you know I don't appreciate when you do that, Johnny. <laughs> I I did also want uh, him to bang her as a dragon, or I wanted the dragonness to become a part of the sexualness at some point. Maybe not, you know, the dragon P and the human V, but maybe some sort of like, oh, she's stroking her hand against his wings later, and then he's like insta shifting into a man to like maybe take her from behind or something. I mean, I wanted there to be something. Yeah, and I felt. I'm putting that on his character, even though obviously that is also like a, a general book thing. Um, but yeah, four. I see. I, I, I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I gave him a three. Okay. And the reason I gave him a three is because, well, one, I know it was a, a product of the book that he lied yes, to, he to Banger. He did. You know, kind of a dick move. Kind of a dick move. And he should have been the one to tell her. Yes, I agree. And then he left her for a whole fucking year. Yes, he did. That's the same to me as that other book where she's pregnant and he leaves for two weeks. He's like, I got to go on a spirit quest. Yeah. I'm like, like, what's... Motherfucker, you better spirit quest in the closet. (laughs) Not only that, but it's not even that he left for a year, Bridget. It's that he gave her the dicking of her life. Yes. Okay? Branded her. Branded her. Yes. I mean, just left her body wanting more. And the next day he's gone. Yeah. No, 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 no. Where's the note? She could have been ovulating, and it sucks to not have sex when you're ovulating. I'm just saying. He didn't. 
he 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 yeah. he didn't know. He just left her. He she had to that. assume where he went. Agreed. Like, and the sister had to come talk to her. Ugh. The mom had to come. The mom had to come. But how? I'm like, oh, how is your mom? I'm also like, why don't you go snatch your son up? Why exactly. you come over here in my kingdom? I just that's what she said to her though. That's why I liked her. Yeah, that's why she got a five. Yes. Because she wasn't like, oh, you're right. She was like, fuck you, fuck bitch. You. Go get your chain. Why don't you get chained up in your closet again? And she's like, mm, that sounds like a she's good She's like, prospect. ooh, aren't you jealous? And I was like, ooh. But I mean, think about it like in real life. Yeah. If your boyfriend's sisters have to come to like plead his case. Like no. I once had uh, my boyfriend's mom, after I broke up with him, the mom like called me to try to convince me to go back with oh, him. And so awkward. It's, there's nothing that makes me want to go back less. But also like... <laughs> That's way out of line. I understand the sentiment was that she really liked you yeah. and she wanted you to be her daughter-in-law. <laughs> I understand the sentiment. She's like, oh, and he was so happy. Yeah. And you're like, but I wasn't. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that's why I left. Uh, yeah, no. That's super awkward. Yeah. Super awkward. Yeah. I would be very, very uncomfortable So that's why that. I was like, mm, he gives a three. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> I thought he was a McSteamy. McSteam, steam. Yeah, McSteamy, McDragon. Mm. I just imagine steam coming out of his dragon right? nose. while he's fucking her. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I imagined also. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, man, they really missed the, the whole fucking her as yeah. a dragon yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Oh. Something. We needed something. Because the branding was like adding the dragon flare in, which mm-hmm. I appreciated. The heat and the mm-hmm. the drag, the literal dragon mm-hmm. looking. And the mom's like, oh, these are as dark as I've ever seen. And I was like, oh, because she could take all the pain because mm-hmm. she likes it. Because it would have been cool if he had branded her and maybe she could partially shift at that point. Oh. And then they went at it as cool. dragons or half dragons. But then he wouldn't have been worried about her being a dragon at the beginning and like dying early if he could like brand her and then she's like half a dragon or whatever that's true. That's he would have been like I'll just brand her <laughs> <laughs> solved it <laughs> very true very true very true that would have been a plot hole but I still I mean I just I really wanted something to happen there and at, when the book ended I was like no <laughs> they didn't have no freaky dragon sex and I guess when there's a book about a dragon partially why you read it is because there's a dragon. Yeah. When I read the alien books, it's because I know she's going to get fucked by an alien. Yeah. Do you he's know what I'm saying? seven and a half feet tall. Yes. He's going to be blue. He's going to be blue. He's going to have a, a giant penis. Giant penis. No earthly woman can take. Absolutely. But she's going to take it. She's going to take it. You're going to warm her up. Maybe they have some sort of lube that's magical alien lube. Exactly. Some sort of alien technology mm-hmm. that's going to ease the way for her. Yep. Just like vampires with no lube, they heal very quickly. <laughs> heal very That's the quickly. only way that they can have anal sex with no lube. <laughs> and it's going to be a magical experience. She's probably going to have sex with more than one alien at once, a depending on Menage. the genre. Alien Menage. Yes. And it's going to be glorious. You guys, yeah. we're going to do a whole alien series, if you can't tell already. <laughs> Next year, alien season coming at you. Yes. 2021. 2021 is going to be a really good year for us. Yes, it is. I'm really excited about it. We planned out all of our seasons, you guys. I'm thrilled about the ones that we picked. Yes. First of all, we're starting with Dark Romance. If you listen to the podcast, you know we've said it before. Dark Romance coming at you in January. I'm not going to tell you the rest. I'm going to tease them out, but Dark Romance, January. I'm so excited for that. So excited. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be dark. It's going to be dark. Dark as shit. But we're going to be choking. like starting to read it during Christmas time, which I feel like is the appropriate time to start reading Dark Romance. I think so. <laughs> I feel like we need to go into 2021 with a bang. <laughs> yeah. Someone's gonna get back. Someone's gonna get hit from the front and from the back. Maybe and at the maybe, same time. Or two, three, four, five people. 
At the same time. Same time. <laughs> same time. <laughs> Apparently dark romance menages are happening too, you guys. Yes. Or orgies. We don't know what's happening. A lot of things. Murky consent. Yes. Tell me about any favorite lines that you had in this book, Johnny. Oh, I did have a favorite line. And I felt like this line kicked off the book with a bang. Okay. You knew what you were, you were getting in for. So the dragon, he saved her. There, you know, she's like trying to chill out on the bed or whatever. And she's like, oh man, thank you so much. And he says, don't get comfortable. Who knows what I'll make you do to repay me my kindness. And I was like, what you gonna make her do? What you gonna make her do? Tell me, tell me, dragon, whisper it to me. Whisper it to me softly. Whisper it to me slow. <laughs> softly. <laughs> say it to me slow. I always, I always say to my friends, I always say, say it to me slow. Like if they talk about money, mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, say it to me slow. You say that to me all the time. <laughs> Whenever I tell you about, oh, I just got got a new campaign or a new contract you're like say it to me slow. say it to me slow say it to me if slow. you say residual income residual say, mm. say it to me slow mm. say it to me slow thousands of dollars you make that mailbox money <laughs> i want to make mailbox money i don't make any mailbox money really i mean a little bit but barely any I, that's most of my money is mailbox i want to make more mailbox if you guys don't know mailbox money is a sort of entertainment industry term where you do something and then in the future you get residual so let's say you're in the movie you know avengers and you play even if you're not the main Avenger, you play a small side character. You will forever, you get paid for your days that you're actually on the project. And then you also get paid a small portion of residuals going forward as long as that movie continues to make money. So in theaters, video on demand, buying the movies, merch, whatever, whatever's in your contract. And so people call it mailbox money because you'll still be getting money from that days and years and months in the future. So you might've done a project 10 years ago and you might make a dollar this month, but you'll still make some money. So then as you build your catalog of work, you end up making quite a bit of mailbox money because all of a sudden you're making a hundred or thousand dollars a month, or maybe even 10,000 or 50,000 if you're like a famous actor who's been in a lot of big budget projects. Yeah. And it's just like extra residual checks that you just are rolling in. Mm -hmm. And back in the day, they used to, you know, obviously checks came in your mailbox. So it's mailbox money. Now it's more like a direct deposit money, but it doesn't have the same ring. Doesn't have the same ring. It's still (laughs) as fun seeing the numbers go up. It's not as fun though as getting real checks. So my checks go through my accounting software that I use and I don't actually physically see them anymore. And it's nice to get a notification that says, like, you had a check, you know, deposited for $10,000. And you're like, ooh, ooh, I'm rich now. But it's not the same as, like, opening the mail and seeing the check and being like, I'm rich, bitch. I'm rich, 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 bitch. It's not the same. Not the same. But then I also don't have to, like, then deposit it and do the whole thing. So I appreciate the convenience, but it does take a little bit of the panache away. Yeah. It does. It does. It does. But I like making money, you guys. I don't know if you know this about me, but I love to make money. Bridget loves to make money. And if you guys want to support our show, you can for as little as $2 a month. Become a part of the Romance at a Glance family at patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance. We are an explicitly awesome podcast. Mm-hmm. So you have to actually type in romance at a glance or patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance. You can't just search for us because you won't find us because we're explicit. Explicitly awesome. Or head to the podcast uh, homepage and there's a link right there for you. Romance at a glance.com. Yes, we put all our extra stuff, all our really dirty stuff. I think I just uploaded one of the dirtiest <laughs> tangents we've ever gone on. I got really out of control, you guys. I just scheduled that to go out. Out of control. Um, yeah, that one got out of control. I think it was the only podcast where we literally just put a break in. Where we're like, oh, so we went on a whole thing. We're just going to get back into the book right here. <laughs> it was like 30 minutes long. Oh, yeah. And it was dirty. It was very dirty. So if you guys want to be part of the behind the scenes... Extra questions for authors, all kinds of fun merch and stickers and all sorts of goodness. We just watched a movie with our patron. 
you guys come be a part of the fam. Help us out. It helps our indie podcast with paying for all the fees and all the different subscriptions that we have to have, as well as editing and all that other good stuff that goes into making this delightful content for you. Yes. You would be surprised how many different things we have to pay for to do a podcast. I know. It's a pain in my ass. Pain in my ass. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm happy we have the patrons that we do have. And let me tell you right now, some of my favorites. So first off, the OG. OG. First patron of all time. We have Molly. Molly. AKA Molly. We love you. Yes, we have Daniela, who we watched a movie with. We also watched a movie with with Molly. Molly. And that was a whole hell of a lot of fun. We have Vanessa. Vanessa. We have Anne. Anne. We have Brenda. Brenda. We have. I love these. I don't have the. I don't have the list in front of me, so I'm just mimicking whatever you're doing. I love these sets. It's fucking yeah. great. We have Rose. Rose. We have Rashida. Rashida. And we have Asia. Uh, 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 yeah. Hey, girls. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing today? Thank, Thank you, you for being a part of the Romance at a Glance Patreon fam. We appreciate you guys. Also, do you guys like, if you really like the podcast, would you be interested in being called Rags? Raggers? Raggies, raggies, because our initials are R A A G, and we're just trying to find like a fun, a fun name. Yeah, romancers, glancers, glancers, glancers. is fun. Glancers is nice. That's very um voyeur. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I like a I love voyeur. voyeur. I like being a voyeur. <laughs> I like being a voyeur too. <laughs> I thought I was. I thought voyeurism was one of my kinks because I like to watch, but it's actually not because I don't get off by oh, watching. You're just interested. I'm just interested. So Got I'm just, an, somebody was like, you're just an observer at yeah. that point. Oh, I was okay. like, oh, okay, fine. Well, maybe I'm an observer. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. Mm, I, I think it's a little bit of both depending on who I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's Jason Momoa, anything with Jason Momoa, then I'm a voyeur for sure. Uh, but in general, I just like to know what other people are doing. What are you doing in your bedroom? <laughs> yeah. I want to be like a peeping Tom. Like I want to be outside someone's window looking in only because they're going to be unguarded uh-huh. and actually doing what they normally do. But I feel like when you're at like a, um, a dungeon and you're sure. watching somebody. They know people are watching. They know people are watching. They're putting on a show. Sure. There's extra moans. There's this sure. and that. I want to see what do you do in your unguarded bedroom sure. when you just your freakiest self. So my boyfriend, when I first moved to L.A., Ended up marrying the girlfriend or former girlfriend because they had broken up. No one was cheating. Yeah. The former girlfriend of one of my best high school friends. That's how I met him because he was dating this girl. And the guy I dated was really good friends with them. Yeah. And we both ended up breaking up for separate reasons at like almost the exact same time. Yeah. And then like a year later, eight months later, they started dating and they are now married. Yeah. And when I first found out that they were together... I told my friend, I was like, oh my God, I want to watch them have sex so badly. <laughs> and he's like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I need to know. I need to know. I was like, because I know how he has sex because we've had sex before. Yeah. And I can only imagine how she has sex because I've never had sex with her. Yeah. But I, together, what happens yeah. in the bedroom? Yeah. I want to know. It's the and I never got to know. And I'm so sad. Because <laughs> like, like, obviously I'm they didn't invite me to like watch. <laughs> Rude. Wasn't high on their list or whatever. No. But it's kind of the same way I feel about Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet. I'm like, oh, you know, it's like animalistic and sensual. Yeah, and just like, like, it's like an experience. But, it's but, an experience. But it's like, I need to know. 
Like I, I, I you know, though, I need, Shani. I need popcorn. What you close your eyes and imagine is what's happening. That's, That's too fuck like gods. I mean, you know they do. I know Come they on. do. They got to. Come on. He's so big and she's so tiny. She's so small, but she's so sensual. And she's so sensual. She's so beautiful. She seems so in touch with she's her. She's so in touch. Yes. Like you know, she's like stroke it right there, and I'm coming. And in. it's beautiful. Yeah. And we're all like the energy. And must I imagine be so he's like crashing her. over. Like he's holding her, fucking her, and he's throwing axes with one hand. You know? <laughs> oh, you know he like fucks her so hard because she's so small. He just throw her around throw her around so beautiful but i feel like he doesn't i feel like sometimes he just gives her half the dick you know like that little oh just half the oh wait wait oh you gonna take it oh i bet he makes <laughs> yeah i bet it's nice yeah i bet it's real yeah nice. he loves her so much <sighs> that's, that's beautiful mm-hmm. their story is pretty beautiful if you guys never ho- heard about how jason momoa started dating her and how he like absolutely loved her before he even met her and he was like obsessed with her on tv and they were at some like party or club and he like saw her across the room and was like who knows her <laughs> like someone's <laughs> like oh i know her and he's like introduced me immediately and then he like followed i think he either followed her outside or she was outside waiting for a cab and he like came out and was like i want to take you on a date like i want to be with you i love like he's basically like coming on hot yeah and she was like mm. and they like went on a date and he's like you're it for me yeah and he like told people he's like i want to marry her like yeah. for sure before he even like t- he's like i just know yeah i just know i'm gonna marry her and i was like that's creepy but also cute <laughs> it's, it can be one of it can it's like on that thin line where if it works out it's so cute yeah. if it doesn't work out it's creepy it's a stalker as it's yeah. a stalker situation stalker. you need to immediately that's a dark romance situation dark is romance. what that is that and that's why we need to and explore that's why we dark need romance. to explore it we need mm-hmm. to explore it i just got a few new racks i'm excited about okay so my favorite quote i've already told you guys a few but i just thought that there were a bunch of really funny ones and so here is one from Rhiannon. i won't tolerate her hurting you my son i'll kill the bitch first Weren't you the one who tried to cut father's throat before he claimed you? He deserved it. <laughs> I just love the mom was so funny. <laughs> and then uh, this one was uh, Rian, or was Fergus and Anwell. Higher beings, eh? Must be nice. You need not feel jealous. You are much better than most humans. Anwell laughed outright, and Fergus realized how much he loved to see her smile. Why, thank you, oh mighty dragon. She curtsied low. Now, now, Anwell. No need to curtsy. A simple nod of your head and absolute worship will be more than enough. And I just thought they were great. <laughs> I thought they were great. They had the repartee. They did. The repartee. Repartee. Did you have a favorite review? Um, I did. I had a very uh, quick review. Tell me. And my review is Hold for Drama. Pause <laughs> for drama and note reading. <laughs> uh, okay. This is from Brenda on Audible Reviews. Okay. And it was very short. It said, Dragon Interesting. Story. <laughs> I wish that was it. Interesting? Yeah. Question mark? <laughs> okay. Five stars. Uh, I wish I liked that. <laughs> Story was entertaining, just a little repetitive. Narrator just sounded like she wanted to be done. <laughs> Not many pauses for accent and no emotion. <laughs> so there weren't that many reviews on Audible, but I chose one from there because of the narrator, because mm-hmm. I had the same issue with the narrator where when it first started, it took me a minute to get into her rhythm yeah and then i was at some point she did do the different genders really well i thought um but at some point i was like she seems really bored like she did <laughs> like she narrated three books in a day and this was the last one yeah you know just a little sleepy time yeah a little sleepy time okay mine is from jelly on goodreads she gave it five stars and i will skip the first paragraph of her review because this is quite a long one but i'll just read this part because i thought it was funny of course the dragon and the girl fall in love But she has a problem. She's also falling in love with the knight that the dragon has sent to train her. 
This could be an awkward triangle, especially when one of them can just incinerate the other. Problem solved. Luckily, though, the knight is also the dragon. He's a shifter. Thank goodness, too. Because if there was going to be some weird dragon human sex, I was out. No monster porn for me. I mean, sure, I like blue alien porn, vampire porn, and werewolf <laughs> porn, but I am way above monster porn. Yeah, my standards are super high. And I was dying. Because <laughs> I was like, first of all, I did want there to be some weird dragon human interactions. Oh, yeah. Maybe not full sex, but just something. And also, I did think that was very funny because aren't we all into blue aliens? <laughs> I'm fucking into blue and aliens. And vampires. And werewolves. Yeah. What's the series where, because um, we both read it at different times, where they put the... the Colors um, on? Is it the Sorry. colors? Where, no, no, no. Where they <laughs> where the person is going to go and be a mate to someone or uh-huh. something, but first they have a sex dream <gasps> yes. about the mate. Interstellar the Brides. Yes. Interstellar Brides. Yes. From Grace Goodwin. Yes. Yeah. Is it Grace Goodwin? Yeah. Good. I'm pretty sure. Yes. I believe Goodwin. so. That sounds right. I'm going to check it. Those, and they're short, too. They're, like, not that very... I don't think they're long. Like, I think in Audible, they're, like, four or five hours max. Um, and I was like, these yeah. books are so good. I yeah. read a ton of them. And then Bridget was like, oh, my God, I read this series, and I read a ton of them. <laughs> <laughs> I read those at the beginning of COVID. Uh, it is Grace Goodwin and Interstellar Brides. And they do start out with a sex dream as they're hooked up to the machine and in the sex dream, the machine is basically taking them through a scenario to see who they would be a good match for yeah. until they get to, like, a scenario that would be a good match. That might be one giant mate who – there might be two mates. There might be whatever. Yeah. And uh, and then they get paired and, like, shipped off uh, the planet to those people. And hot as fuck. Hot. Hot now, as – Now I want to go revisit that. We're going so to. Sh- in Alien Romances next year. Oh, shit. We're going to do some Grace Goodwin, obviously. We I have mean, to. I mean, obviously. obviously. Yeah, we got to. <laughs> got to. Obby. Obby. <laughs> I'll be, you guys. We will do the research. Uh, You're welcome. We'll find a good one. Also, just as a side note, this dragon actually is only six hours on Audible because they did include um, a second story, uh, the parent story. So it was only two stories, not three like um, in Bridget's. But it made it like 10 hours. And I thought I was going to be sitting there listening to a 10-hour book. And I knew Bridget's book had multiple stories. And she called me and I was like, no, no, no. Mine only has the one. And then it was wrapping up like by hour six. And I was like, this has definitely got another story in it. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, it's actually only six hours if you just read this book itself. Yeah. Shani, would you recommend that they read it? I would recommend this, especially if you need a nice little, la- like, if you need a nice little light jaunt. Get into you out of your... fantasy romance. It's a fantasy romance. Yeah. Out of your mood, out of your anxieties for the day, and just, like, go with it. I recommend laying down, listening to the book, and getting whatever the fun things you need to do to relax for the day, making sure they're really close to you beside the bed. <laughs> yes. Maybe some toys. Maybe some toys. Maybe some lube. Mm-hmm. Maybe your hands. Maybe we a nice know. drink. Drink. Maybe some cocktail. Strawberries, chocolate. 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 We don't know. I don't know. Whatever you're into. Masturbate, feed yourself. Yeah, feed yourself. It's really nice. You might need to take breaks. <laughs> Six hours of audio. You got to take some breaks. You got to take some breaks. It's got salmon on you. you know? And you got to rewind sometimes too. <laughs> I also would read this. It was super fast, had great humor. Develop side characters. I like the family relationships. I, you know, love that she takes him, you know, takes him to Pound Town. He takes her to Pound Town. A lot of challenges, a lot of domination in their sort of animalistic, uh, sort of very primal sex. Very primal. And he was licking her. I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. He was tying her down. Appreciated mm-hmm. that. Oh, yeah. And holding her and Holding her Ooh. down. He was branding her. Catnip. Those are all the things I like. Mm-hmm. So I would say four stars. Get out. Get it. 
I would say four stars as well. Hooray! <laughs> Guys, that's all we have for you today. That is all we have. It was a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. I feel immensely better from my little anxiety from earlier. Now having talked to you, Shani, I feel a hundred times better. I feel the same way. Hooray. Well, hopefully you guys feel a hundred times better after listening. And until then, may your books be your lover and your hand your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.